Hello, I'm Pastor Isaac Hammond from Neely United Methodist Church at 1755 Thomas Devlin, Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70802. And we're coming to you today with the seed of the day. And we hope that this seed can bless you and something is said to put a seed in your life that can bless you even unto eternity. There is a word for us today. Um, so many people are going through situations and so many people I hear um, want to give up and are complacent and just feel as though life is just passing them by. Uh, we're all enduring this pandemic, this economic situation, this racial injustice, um, the leadership that we have in our country, we have questions about. Uh, we're all going through some things in life right now um, that we really need a solid foundation in our life to help us maintain in the midst of all of this uncertainty. And some people are just questioning what's going on in their life and feel as though life is passing them by. But there is a word for us that can bless us. If you want power, if you want that anointing from God, if you want um, reassurance, you've been praying, you've been fasting, you've been believing, and it seems like your prayers are not getting answered. But there is a plan that God gave us on how to grow in our anointing, how to gain power, how to walk in the favor of God. And when we walk in what God has ordained for us and the blessing that he's given us, we have power that we don't have to worry about what's around the corner. And we have power to walk and to speak those things and things can change in our life. Who doesn't want that type of power? Um, we all should desire to have that type of favor and relationship with God that we can just pray and things change. We can just speak those things and things change. Well, the plan that God gave us is found in Hebrews, the fourth chapter. Uh, we have to go back to um, the Word of God to learn how we should operate as Christians and how to control and maintain the power that we have. Uh, the Bible says that in the book of Hebrews, third chapter, that the children of Israel, um, when Moses went to Pharaoh and told Pharaoh, let my people go. Uh, God called Moses to lead the children of Israel out of bondage. And he was the man of the house. God spoke to Moses and Moses spoke to the people and led them out to the wilderness to Mount Sinai. It should have been a three and a half day journey, but it ended up being a 40 year journey walking around in circles. Why did they walk around in circles? They did it because of unbelief and not letting the word of God come into their life. Uh, we walk around in circles. It seems like we do the same thing day after day. Um, Sometimes we can't make ends meet. Sometimes our health is trapped in bondage, a circle and entrapment. Um, our finances, our thoughts, our friendships, our relationships. It seems like we never grow. Um, we never prosper. We never gain hold to what we're trying to do. It seems like we're walking around in circles. Well, God gave a plan to the children of Israel. And when you read Hebrews 4th chapter and that second verse, 
it says that they did not let their faith mingle in with the word of God. So Moses was the father of that house. He was in charge of that house. And Jesus Christ is in charge of the church now. So this new house is built and led by Jesus Christ. So you have to have faith in Jesus, the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of the living God. You have to truly believe that he is God's Son and that he's a Savior of this world. And he sits at the right hand of God interceding on our behalf and that he went to the cross of Calvary and died for our sins. You have to sincerely believe it in your heart and say it with your mouth. And when you believe that, then you have to take the word of God and let it mingle in with that faith. And when you do that, then you shall receive power. See the format that God gave the equation of how you can have more anointing, more favor, more blessings, and have power in your life is to do one thing, get into God's word. And when you get into God's word, that will promote a prayer life in your life. And once you have a prayer life, then you can go into worship because you know the one that you're praying to. So it starts off with, you have to have faith and believe that Jesus Christ is the son of God. Once you have that faith, then you take the word, the Bible, uh, the word of God, that, that powerful source that we have. Um, nowadays, you, if you don't have time to read it, you can just get an app on your phone and hit a button and it'll read it for you. That word of God is powerful. And when you mix it in with your faith, then you have something that you can begin to pray about because you know what God desires. You know his commandments. You know what he, his statutes and what he's telling you to do. Now you know that you can pray and you know what you're praying for. A stronger life. A stronger uh, sin, sinless life. A stronger relationship because now you know what the word says. And you know where you're falling short in your relationship with Jesus Christ. So you can pray now that he will deliver you from some things that's holding you back according to the word. And once you begin to pray in the spirit, now you can go into worship. The children of Israel, they knew how to worship. They knew how to praise. They knew how to do all the rituals and all the festive days in the Old Testament, but they did not let the word come into their heart. And God said, because they did that, they did not receive the rest of the promised land and we miss out on the rest of God and that, that that favor of God and that anointing of God because we don't let the word come into our life and when you go down to verse 11 in Hebrews the fourth chapter it says let us labor therefore to enter into this rest so you have to labor after God's word you have to make time for God's word you have to seek opportunities for God's word to come into your life. Uh, when you lay down at night, play two or three verses off your cell phone, off your app of the Bible. And watch what God will begin to do in your life. Um, it's not hard. Let that faith that you have on the inside, 
mix in with that word that you hear out the Bible and you'll learn about how David endured and praised God, how Jonah went down to the belly of the whale, but yet he persevered and came out victorious. You hear about um, Paul and what he went through and how God delivered him. You see about Moses and you hear about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and those ladies of the Bible and how God delivered them, raised the dead, and did all these miracles. And the same thing he did for them, he will do for you today. And once you let that mingle in with your faith and you begin to pray and you begin to praise God because now you have a reason to praise him because you know all the wonderful things that he has done for you. Then you can grow in your anointing and the power that God has for you, you can begin to experience it and use it in your life in speaking life into your children, in speaking life into your community, in speaking life into your health and helping uh, the kingdom of God go forth. And then in verse 12 of Hebrews, the fourth chapter, the Bible tells us what the word is all about. It says the word of God is quick. That means alive. Um, when you speak God's word, the same way Jesus, when he was um tested in the wilderness by the devil for 40 days. Every time the devil came up against him, he quoted scripture out of the book of Deuteronomy and the devil had to flee. And that's the quickness that the word has. Um, you can call on the word once you begin to read the word and hear the word and that word becomes active in your life. You can use the scriptures on a day-to-day -day activity. Uh, when something comes into your life that's unexpected, when that journey gets real heavy to bear, when that burden that you're carrying um, seems like it's consuming you, you can throw the word of God into that situation and it's quick. As soon as you speak it, things will begin to change. Anytime you put God in a situation, it levels out the playing field. Uh, the obstacle may be bigger than Goliath, but when you call on the name of God and start quoting scriptures into that situation, uh, you become a David and you can take down the giant. So the word is, is alive. Um, it's, you can read one word today out of the Bible and you get one interpretation a day, but tomorrow it'll be totally different because God is speaking to your daily situation through his word. So the word of God is quick. And the word of God also is powerful. When you call on the word, you have a powerful source that has come into your situation. The word of God is power from on high because it's the word of Jesus Christ. Not only is it powerful, but it's also sharper than a two-edged sword. So the writer of Hebrews says God's word in the 12th verse of Hebrews 4th chapter is quick is powerful and is sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even of dividing the soul, spirit, joints, and marrow. In that passage of scripture, you see where the Bible says soul, spirit, and joints and marrow, and how the word can divide all these things. Um, the soul is your thought process. The spirit is a presence that you got from God that's in your life today that makes you alive. 
We all have a spirit in us, and that spirit came from God. And the soul is our intellect, um, your very essence. What you're thinking right now is your soul, um, your conscience, your thought process, and then the bones and marrow and joints, that's your physical body. So we are made in, we are threefold beings. We made of a soul, spirit, and a body. And all those together are wrapped with a cord according to the book of Ezekiel. And when that cord is broken, we go home to see God and the body goes back to the ground. So we are threefold beings, but the word of God, it is a sword and it cuts away. The spirit can't talk to the soul because God is trying to talk to you, but your soul wants to do everything that pleases itself. Um, our thoughts want to please ourselves. We want to do things on our own. Our own thoughts control our mind. But the word is cutting that division away. It cuts anything that's between your spirit and your soul. And the word of God is what is what's activating that sword in your mind to let you know that God is wanting to talk to you. And before long, the more words you have, the more you begin to think like God because your spirit is talking to your, your soul. The more the more you begin to act like God, your hands will be the God's hand in this world. Your feet will be the feet of Christ. Your mouth will begin to speak like Jesus wants you to speak. But the word has to go into your mind and become active. And it's like a sword that's cutting away everything that's unwanted. And when you keep on reading that 12th verse, it says, It discerns the thoughts and intents of the heart. So even your thoughts will begin to be controlled by the word. Even your heart will be led by the word. I hope this word today bless somebody. God wants you to have power. He wants you to have the favor that he's bestowed for you. He wants you to have that anointing in your life to speak blessings and they come true, to pray and things happen in your family. But it's available for you right now. I'm going to say a prayer and I want somebody who may not believe to say it along with me if you believe. Lord, I repent of my sins. Forgive me of my wrongdoing. I believe that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. I believe that one day he shall return. I believe he died on the cross of Calvary and got about the grave early that Sunday morning. Lord, when you come back, let me be part of your holy family forever. Amen. Go get in a good Bible teaching church where you can hear more about the Word of God and let the Word of God change your life and create power on the inside of you. We love you, and remember, keep a smile on your face, for that smile may be helping somebody along the way. Be blessed.